þú ert að hlusta á unga fólkið með má guna sinni. Já, komið sæl, góður hlustundur uh, á uh, útarpi sögu þar Már Gunnarsson sem að heilsar ykkur hér á enn einum fimmtudeginum Það er nú orðið svolítið langt síðan að uh, ég var með ykkur síðast um, en uh, að þessu sinni sendum við þáttinn út frá uh, Gilford á Englandi Ég tók mér smá pásu bara meðan ég var að uh, koma mér fyrir hér uh, en vonandi getum við verið að setja þáttinn aftur bara í, í, í hvað sem er full swing uh, með aðeins öðruðsu sviði uh, sniði afsakið en uh, uh, já, við erum með góðum hlustanda með okkur í dag en uh, eins og ég uh, sagði þá <laughs> er þáttunum svolítið sérstakur í dag þar sem að ég er á Englandi David teknumaður er heima á Íslandi og við maðlandi er uh, í Ástralíu og það ekki hvorki meira en minna uh, og uh, í dag ætlum við að tala um tónlist við ætlum að spila góða tónlist og viðmælandi minn í dag heitir Mikey og uh, er já, hann er svona pop djassari einhver uh, og ég er svona uppkötta hann á netinu fyrir stuttu síðan og uh, fannst bara ógeðslega flott það sem hann er að gera þannig að ég hafði bara samband við hann og tjekka á hann hvort að vildi ekki spjalla þeim sviði okkur hér uh, á útarkur sögu og hann var heldur betur til í það þannig að Þetta verður mjög áhugaverður og skemmtilegur þáttur á mínum mati um, en smá viðvörun góður hlustundur að við munum tala mestmennis á ensku þar sem að hann náttúrulega tala bara ensku um, þannig að þetta er mjög góð ensku æfing fyrir ykkur uh, en aftur á móti ef þið talið ekki góð ensku þá er líka hægt að hlusta bara á tónlistina en ég held að þetta er bara að vinda okkur í viðmælanda dagsins uh, So hello Mikey, Mikey was it? Yes, it is. It is. Hey, hey man, Mikey, how we doing? Yeah, yeah. You just, you, I, I thought it was, it was Mickey, but you just corrected me like <laughs> a few m- moments ago, Mikey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's understandable. I feel like, I feel like they're both pretty similar. So you know, wh- yeah. whatever you want for the rest of the, for the rest no, of the Mikey thing, it's nice. fine. No, Mikey is nice. very nice. Uh, what's your surname again? Uh, Devotano. That that's so cool. But like, you are Australian, right? Yes, I'm Australian, but Vitano is Italian. My um, my uh, my my grandparents, my my nonna and my nonno, um, migrated out to Australia when they were super young. So um, okay. yeah, yeah. I I thought as well something like that. Like I I felt that Vitano was not very like Australian. So like mm. you know, it's nice to get a little bit the the twist of of Italy somewhere somewhere in it. Yeah, it's um, great. Also, but, it's best. It's the best thing is to have the passport. That's the best thing because then I can go over to Europe whenever I want with my Italian passport. That's the best part about it. Oh, brilliant! So you have that. Yeah, it's awesome. Fabulous. Um, first of all, Mikey, thank you so much for joining us today. It's really a pleasure having you here with us online. And uh, like I was saying to our listeners, um, it's pretty amazing that I am in London, <laughs> our technician is in Iceland, and you are in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to find a time when we can all get together and uh, yeah, is 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 rough, but great, yeah, great it, that we're it, all here now. 
Yeah, definitely. And also we are kind of uh, testing this um, online interviewing thing. So we are talking here over Skype and everyone is recording uh, voices on separate tracks on their computers. And this will all be mixed together. So quite inter interesting process, but amazing what modern technique can allow us to do. Definitely, definitely. But Mikey, I think we should just uh, start off by playing the first song of today's program. Uh, could you maybe just tell us a little bit about it, like the first track that we are going to play today? Yeah, this one is actually it's it's the, I guess it's the most recent song that I released. It's a um, it's Disney Medley Number Two. <laughs> um, it's called Disney Medley Number Two because I I have a first one which I think we'll also be playing a little later on. Okay, okay. Um, weird that but we're but starting I like with to number start two. On number two. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's the most recent one I did. It's um, it's it's ten Disney tracks that are squished together in a in like a four minute medley, um, featuring a full big band. Um, and I don't know what else to say about it other than that. But that's it. <laughs> okay, let me just bring up a very short Icelandic translation. And we're going to play a song that fjóra mínútna sirpa af nokkrum Disney-lögum sem hann, hann, hann heldur mjög mikið upp á og um, þetta eru útsetningar sem hann gerir sjálfur uh, og þetta eru svona big band, big band útsetning uh, og uh, einmitt þetta heitir Disney mellinum númer 2 vegna þess að þetta er önnur uh, svona útgáfan sem hann gerir fínu fyndi að við erum að byrja útgáfan númer 2, tökum útgáfan númer 1 og eftir en um, ég held að þetta bara að vinda okkur í þetta
Dreams come true. Give me the secret man cup. Tell me what to do. Give me the power of man's red flower so I can be like you. Banger! Uh, this was amazing! Um, well, first what I thought was, like, you know, this sounds like a trailer of an album. You know, <laughs> where, yeah. wh when, when, will, when will you release full length of every song? Um, you know what, I've been asked that an awful lot lately. Um, <laughs> um, on, on TikTok I've been sort of like sharing the little snippets of, of, of each little bit and... Um, and so many people have been coming back asking for the full version of, of each individual song within the medley. Yes. Um, I think the answer to that is um, when I have enough money to uh, record a big <laughs> band that many times. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I mean, but it really leaves you wanting more, I think. It's like, you know, you want to hear every song in full length. And, and it's like, uh, for example, myself, I've listened to this track to this track particular track few times and um my favorite part is uh, the bare necessity and um when you sing uh, be our guest be our guest and, uh, <laughs> i think it's just so fun uh, and i sometimes you know when i opened spotify found this track um and listened to only this part a few times <laughs> <laughs> 
of the song. Yeah, uh, but I look. I mean, I honestly, I think the two one that you just said then are probably two of my favorites of the whole one as well. I feel just like yeah. those, that groove, it's, they're, they're different. And I really, yeah, I just really like the groove and the way they kind of set it up. And Ben Necessities, when it just hits that second line groove, I, I don't know. It's just, for me, I, I tried to make it groove and feel like as much fun as humanly possible. And I felt like yeah. if I was having fun when it was coming out, then then hopefully everybody else would when they're listening to it as well. <laughs> but could you tell me about the process of the song? Like how uh, how did you get the idea of doing this? And yeah, what what did lead you to yeah towards finishing um, recording and releasing like this track? What what's the history? Well, I, I um so about eight years ago, I recorded um my first my first big band arrangement that I did was of a Disney medley. It was three different Disney tunes, um, which I think we're going to listen to a little bit later on. And um and I released that out into the world, and it and and it got a bit of traction. Some big bands all over the world ended up playing the tune, and I just I just love the whole process of it of doing that. It was just so much fun, um, uh, and. I just always wanted to do another one for no other reason than just it was so much fun to make the first one. Um, and during the pandemic, I found myself a little more time on my hands than I usually would. And so... Like everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except probably healthcare system people. 100%. And like, we all love them for everything they've done, right? Um, the... Um, yeah, man, I just, I was at home, you know, there wasn't any gigs going around. I was stuck there and um, and had to sort of jump in and, and, and do something, fill my time with something. And, and the idea sort of came back to me that I always wanted to do something like this. And um, I just started not really knowing where it was going to finish. Um, I knew I wanted to do more than three songs in the medley. And... Um, but yeah, it just it just kept going and going and, and going and going. And I think at some point when it got close to 10, I thought, you know what? Let's just aim for 10. It seems like a nice round number. Um, I'd like to say there was some more thought put into it, into it than that, but but there wasn't. Um, yeah, I just went, that that's it. Let's kind of leave it at that and see see how it goes. But yeah, the whole aim was just and, to... And you made the arrangements all by yourself? Yeah, they're all my arrangements. Um, uh, uh, yeah, all my arrangements. There's something I'm pretty... Uh, Honestly, that that track in particular is probably one of the ones I'm, I'm most most proud of. You know, trying trying to fit ten tracks into the one song and make them sound like they sh they belong together. Um, you know, I, it changes key signatures a bunch of times, it changes tempos a bunch of times. There was some pretty um, <laughs> there was some pretty complicated bits. Like I think getting going from f going from um, uh, what was this song? Going from um, Cruella de Vil into someday my prince will come trying to make the two of them work together hitting like the four four into the three four and kind of making them bridge that gap that uh that was something i four, spent four, a lot of three, time four. on just a quick explanation um um tima tima gilde eða taktgilde sem að lægið er í um yeah just a very quick explanation um for our Icelandic listeners no that was good that was a good uh, explanation i was thinking that when as i was saying it, i was like yeah does everybody even know what i'm talking about there 
I am actually not very good at music theory, but did you think I made it correct? <laughs> well, I mean, I couldn't understand everything you were saying, but the clapping, it was, that made sense to me. <laughs> yeah, okay, good, good. <laughs> Then it should make sense to everyone. <laughs> but, um, Mikey, could you tell us, like, now we know a little bit about you as a musician um, and what sort of music you do, um, your voice, your singing voice, which is super, super nice and jazzy. Um, Thanks, man. But could you tell us a little bit more just about, like, who are you as a person? Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I, um, well, I mean, I, I, I am a musician first and foremost, you know what I mean? That's kind of, that's kind of takes up my whole life. I, uh, I, uh, I, I went to uni to study um, the saxophone. Actually, I, I studied a lot of orchestration and arranging uh, is, is a big part of what I did there. And then since there, I went on to be an orchestra conductor and conducted at, at kind of schools and stuff everywhere. And then they went on to play and whatnot from there. But I guess aside from music, I, um, man, I don't know. I love food more than anything. I actually visited Iceland. We, we were talking um, before this that, that, that only a couple of months ago I, I visited Iceland yes. for the first time. I, I was there on a cruise. I was working on a cruise ship, so I didn't get to spend much time there. Um, but I can tell you that I ate a lot of good food, like an awful lot. There's a place in, in, in Reykjavik. Am I saying Reykjavik right? Is that how you pronounce it? No. Okay, okay. Well, please, please, well, please correct uh, me. It's, it's, it's not that bad. It's, it's like more Reykjavik. Like, Reykjavik? You know, Re Reykjavik. Yeah, with a E Re in the, like, yeah, Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Yeah, something Closer? Like <laughs> yeah, closer. <laughs> I apologize to, to everybody no for mispronouncing um, Icelandic words. But I went um, to this incredible hamburger place. I think it was called Tommy's. It was this little, like, yes. tiny, and man, the burgers <laughs> were insanely delicious. It was so great. Um, yeah, so that was a that was a great. So I went to a bunch of other really he has, good he places. He has actually too. made that, like you know those. Okay, I mean, to clarify this this episode, this show is not sponsored by Tommy's Burger Chain, <laughs> but they they, <laughs> they have been quite successful. Um, also, just like you know, there are I think a few Tommy Burgers like outside of Iceland even. I think they opened think one up some. in London. Actually, I think they they just opened one up in London. Yeah, I think there is in London and in the other Scandinavian countries, and yep. even in the in the US somewhere. Really, I mean, they were I honestly so. they were phenomenal. My 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 sister, I have three sisters. Just in case anyone wanted to know, um, and uh, <laughs> one of them is a chef. We don't have Michelin stars in Australia. We have these things called hats instead. And you know, your restaurants are, are ranked on one, two, or three hats for the for the best restaurants have Ooh, these three hats. And she worked at. Um, she's worked at a lot of three-hatted restaurants in Australia. She's an amazing, incredible chef. And um, anyway, we went. We, she was with us when we went to Iceland, and we all sat there together having Tommy's burgers and, and absolutely raved about them. So um, yeah, definitely doing something right there. Perfect. So next time you come to Iceland, I will definitely be on your list going to Tommy, Tommy Burgers. For sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> But how about like just... You know, you as a kid, like how, like you know, where where do you, did you grow up um, and stuff like that? Yes, yeah, so I grew up in Sydney, Sydney, uh, Australia. That's that's been home uh, my whole life, uh, where I am right now. Um, I grew up uh, just outside, about about let's call it like like an hour's drive outside of the center of Sydney, uh, which kind of is a bit more of a rural countryside sort of area. Um, okay. And, um, and did yeah, you just live with your parents and sisters? 
yeah, with my mum, dad, and my and, and my three sisters, and um, yeah, we've always kind of lived close to family, especially the, uh, the half of my family is Australian, half of my family is Italian, so all the Italians live very close together, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, just kind of had a an upbringing like that. To be honest with you, the music wasn't that big a part of our lives to begin with. Um, no. You know, I feel like I was a pretty just normal kid that just, you know, played sport and, and did other different things. Which sport? Or, uh, football or, or soccer, we call it in Australia. But, um, okay. but, but you know, yeah, yeah, that, that was it. I, I wasn't bad. I don't know if I okay. was good, um, but I was, you know what, I, I feel like I was pretty good by Australian standards, but we all know that those standards um, are a lot lower than the rest of the world. We'll all find out soon. The World Cup's on, what, next week or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that will be exciting. Yeah, yeah. Nah, um, so how about school? Like, I, I guess you just went to school in that area, like, you know, we're good at school, a lot of friends, or, or uh, like... I had, I, had, I had my group of friends. I, look, to be honest with you, I, I have ADHD, and that, that's kind of something that really um, was a huge part of my life and schooling life as well. Um, my, yeah. my, when I got, di- I got diagnosed very young, I was, a, I was five years old, and um, my parents, uh, you know, I, they, 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 it, it wasn't really a thing then, if that makes sense. Like, as in, they didn't yeah. really look at it as, as, as being a... I don't know. I think I think my dad even kind of thought it was an excuse for people when they had bad children. They'd use it as an excuse. Um, yeah. So it was it was hard because I guess I, I didn't get a lot of help for that, which I definitely needed. Um, and honestly, I think that's kind of what brought me into music is because um, I needed a bit of an outlet, and it was something that that, that I could do and that I was kind of good at, and um, something that kind of you know filled that that tank but but honestly i yeah having adhd and 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 not going through any sort of therapy and not taking any medication for it was really tough cuz I, I guess I, I mucked up quite a lot you know got in a bit of trouble um what not kind always of trouble? well not always my fault kind we, of trouble we want to hear some drama stories <laughs> well i i mean I, I mean honestly most of the problems were things like you um it's very hard to keep focus um it's very hard yeah. to sit still as well with having adhd i mean um i i uh, fidget a lot and um and you kind of you're quite impulsive it's very hard to sort of um regulate your emotions properly um and especially when you're a child and those things are hard to do anyway um it it kind of compounds on itself it, it makes it a lot worse so uh, uh i i I just I just mucked up a lot, you know. I just talked a lot in class. I was constantly disruptive, um, um, yeah. And that 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 obviously probably made it hell for my teachers and my parents. Um, okay. But that being said, you know that's kind of that that's my upbringing. It's kind of what's happened now, and and since then I've learned a lot more about my ADHD, and I, I take medication for it now. And um, and and you and know, do you feel to, it helps? Yeah, honestly, I I wouldn't be able to function properly without it for me for me it's um it's something where everyone's a little different and 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 adhd is a bit of a spectrum you know people can have it at different yeah people can have different levels of it and different things can affect them in different ways but for me without it i i really struggle to get any of my work done in fact almost all the songs that i've released have happened since i've taken medication (laughs) um i just all of a sudden actually could sit down and focus for long enough to get things finished so um yeah i'm pretty pretty glad i'm on all of that now okay i mean that's that's just brilliant and like i said you know 
I, I think always with those um what do you, like mental disorders i mean with which h um, is um that you know it's always this question like you know should you take medicine should you not take medicine i think it's always like you know if it helps then it helps you know and i, th- I think that's the same not, with you know I think it's the same with any of that stuff. I think you've got to work it out for yourself. You know, you, you take your doctor's advice, you take like a therapist's advice, yes. and then you do... I mean, even with the medication I'm on, for me, it's I've taken about six different types of tablets or at least different doses of the tablets to find one that works for me um, that's yeah. not, you know, too much and that, that kind of doesn't have too many horrible side effects that go along with it. You know, something that, that I can live with. And I think that's the same with anything, man. Like, you know, I've, my mm-hmm. sister has depression pretty horribly um and uh, which sucks for her so bad but um yeah, but you know she found a way through that and for her it, it wasn't medication uh for her it was it was kind of just a, a lot of therapy and a lot of other things she does to deal with it all which is great and awesome for her but i think everyone kind of has to judge that on their own you know mm-hmm. with whatever advice yeah, comes definitely. their way <laughs> definitely but i think we should uh, go for another song what do you think about that yeah, I'm good with that. What's up next? So, uh, are are we going to the Disney uh, medley first? <laughs> the Disney medley, now? yeah, just just the <laughs> Disney medley number one. Doing it in reverse. Number one. Yeah, man. Okay, what? brilliant. So, um, and after this, um, we are going to have a short um, advertisement break. Um, so, um, yeah, just very quick in Icelandic. Go listen to the Vettlum Hedna Spila Anna Lag, or that is at Fista Hotkonas. Uh, and after that, I'll hand over to you in Örstuttar Mikey, are you re- ready? Or yeah, you want to say something? Intru- you want to introduce your song? Well, this one's Disney medley, I guess the first one. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it features three Disney tracks, which um, and a big band again. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess I hope you like it. upon a star makes no difference who you are anything your heart desires will come Thrilling and warm will be 
Sæl aftur, góður hlustendur, eftir þetta er stutta auðlýsingarlega, þú ert að fyrsta á unga fólkið og ég heitir Már Gunnarsson og að þessu sinni sendu þáttun út frá Englandi, já eða það sem ég er á Englandi, Davíð teknamæður heim á Íslandi og viðmælandi er í Ástralíu og viðmælandin okkar í dag er uh, Mikey Votano sem er ástralskur tónlistamæður og við höfum verið að spjalla við hann uh, það sem er af, er af þessum þætti og spila uh, músikin hans, uh, við erum búin að hlusta á tvö lög, já, hann er ekki alveg rétt, við erum búin að hlusta á þrettán lög eða búta af þrettán lögum og fáum við að heyra eitthvað meira eftir bara, já, flötlega. Uh, Mikey, you still there? Yeah, still here. Perfect, uh, how do you feel after the advertisements? Well, I mean, I have as refreshed. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have no idea what the advertisements were about because they were in um, Icelandic, but um, I'm sure whatever they were, they were wonderful. 
Mikey, so we just listened uh, to your song, your Disney medley uh, number one, which features uh, three songs. It's um, it's one song from uh, from Lion King. Yeah, one it? from the Lion King, uh, and the others were. From Beauty and the Beast, and then the last one is from The Jungle Book. Yeah, amazing. Do you, which one is your favorite of those three? Uh, of the movies or of the songs? Both. Um, I reckon um, of the movies, I'm going to say Beauty and the Beast. Um, and of those songs, I'm going to say uh, probably I Want to Be Like You from The Jungle Book, the last one there. I feel like it's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is just so kind of like it, also just the lyrics. It's just just so amazing, and it's just so kind of like I don't know. Always when I w- hear this sentence, like I wanna be like you, I'm like, oh, it's just so cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. A, I, wondering... I, I mean, I, I feel like as well. Oh no, you go. No, go. I think I think uh, the internet is teasing us a bit with um, some some delays or something. Yeah. Um, but I w- wanted to ask you, uh, you told us previously that uh, you are working on cruise ships as a uh, ent- entertainer. Uh, how did you get that job? Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been doing that for a little while now. Actually, I, I started uh, working for Disney Cruise Lines, um, which kind of I seem, think sounds a bit fitting after those last two tracks. Um, one of my best mates is uh, an incredible piano player um, that I grew up with. Uh, here in in Australia, and um, yeah, our first job we, uh, we 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 got was working in a piano bar um, for for Disney Cruise Lines. We did that for about two years. Um, at that point in time, neither of us had really ever sung before in public. I was just a saxophone player, and he was a piano player. And um, and we got this job where they asked us. They said they needed two people that could sing, and so we we kind of lied and said that we could sing, but. Um, <laughs> But after singing like six days a week, you know, we we're doing like three three sets, three sort of hour sets a night. And after doing that for, for like, you know, a couple of years, um, I think, yeah, both of us kind of got our singing chops up a little bit, yeah. um, which was good. Uh, but then, yeah, that led into the next thing is, is, is into the gig I do now, um, which is called a guest entertainer. And um, what I do is I have my own show um, and I jump on board and there's always a, a band or an, they call it an orchestra on board, but it's usually like sort of four to 10 musicians. And, um, and I bring my charts with me on board. Yeah. We rehearse with the band that afternoon. And then that night we perform for the, for the, the guests on board the cruise. I mean, that sounds so fun. How do you jump on board? Like, how does that process work? We, we fly from... Um, uh, so, so I spend half the year based out of Australia and half the year based out of the UK. And, um, and so when I'm around the UK, I'm, I'm, I'm basically just flying to, to whatever... Um, uh, somewhere within Europe. So, you know, a lot of cruises are around um, Italy or uh, around Spain or somewhere. So we fly to the port, jump on the ship, and then anywhere between sort of three and 10 days later, we'll jump off in another port and then fly to the next ship and do it all again. So you fly like with a public airliner just between like nearest airports and then just what, go on board uh, when the ship is in harbor or do they sail you to the ship or how does it work? Yeah, no, we we, we join when the ship's in the port itself. So they're not kind of like flying us you know, and dropping us on the ship like mid, mid, 
you know, while it's just in the middle of the Mediterranean somewhere, um, which would be awesome. I mean, that would, that would be great. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Actually, do you know a really cool thing that I saw once? So in in some in some ports, um, some ports are really hard to to navigate. They're they're, they're either quite shallow or quite narrow, and um, so you have to get a pilot uh, to come on board, which is another captain that specifically knows that area. Um, and often they'll come on in port, sail the ship past all the dangerous bits, and then they'll climb down the side of the ship while it's moving, jump on another ship, like a little ship, and then go back home from there. And like watching that happen is, that's pretty insane. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it does sound like it. But when you are on this cruise, how long do you stay usually on each uh, ship? Yeah, on not normally it's it's three to like ten days, three to ten days on on, on board. Um, we can't normally stay too long because I've got my couple of shows, and you normally have the same guests on board. So you know, once they've seen my two shows, you you know they they obviously probably want to see a different entertainer or at least a different show on, on board. Yeah, so uh, so that's how long. Um, they they can be longer contracts but 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 within the role that i'm on now that's what we do back when i played with my mate as a in, in the piano bar we'd be on for a few months at a time mm-hmm. so that was a different different kind of setup there Brilliant. and i guess you get your own uh, suite on the ship and like is it is it just luxury while, while you're there um well i like it depends on the cruise line you sail on there's some where the the, the room is nicer than others uh, but we, we always get treated very well. So 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 even on the worst rooms we have, there's still a great room that we, we don't have to share with anyone and we have our own bathroom and at least a window. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not um, sort of throwing us, you know, four to a cabin below deck somewhere. But how is it like this industry is not very familiar to me. Um, your job as uh, a entertainer on, a sh- uh, on cruise ships, which I guess like... Uh, come every now and then i mean or is it something that is steady or is it just a irregular thing you know can you predict how many yeah it's uh you know concerts or shows or ships you're getting for the next let's say two years or something yeah it's it's i i'm pretty fortunate now that i'm at a stage where i i i, I do like like i i i know i'm gonna get about um, sort of like two a month, two cruises a month, which is which is perfect. It's great. That's that's what I'm after. Um, you could do more than that, but I I, I wouldn't have enough time um, to do all the other stuff that I want to do. You know, all the, all the all the other music creation stuff I want to do, or you know, be home with the the people I love. So um, so yeah, so two cruises a month is great for me, mm. and 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 I kind of know at the moment after doing it for a while now that that's that I'm going to get that many. Um, however, the job's hard to get, and um, when you first start out, um, there was many years where, like like the first few years of it, it it would it would it would be really hit and miss. I might get one month one month, and then none for the next two or three months, and then you know a few more. Like it it, it was, it's really one of those jobs that you have to sort of stick out and prove yourself at in order to. To get to a level where you feel comfortable, um, at least within within my role of it, um, like within that guest entertainer job, um, uh, a lot of other entertainer jobs on ships. And, and is for you like if you get two, if you get two ships to play on per month, um, 
so so that's something that uh if i understand you correctly like that for you to make a living out of it as a professional job is enough or what yeah or do you have to work some side job to compromise no i can make a living out of two a month but um it wouldn't necessarily be a great living but it's 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 like 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 two 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 a month is (laughs) is 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 decent you know it's a it's a decent live you know wage there's um yeah yeah it's not it's not it's not phenomenal um but yeah it's 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 good for me um you, you know I'm, I'm yeah i'm look I, I try and do a lot of other things you know i try and do a lot of festivals on land and that's something that i'm getting more and more into and i've been very thankful that it's kind of been that's been picking up a bit and and i'd like to work on more of that you know like to transition my my role to have more of those kind of things on land there's a lot of uh uh, like vintage festivals and all the jazz festivals around that I um that I'd love to be playing more at and and that's the next step for me and and I've had a few of them lately which has been incredible but uh, but that's that's where I I, I want to be doing more of um, so yeah I, I I don't know I feel like you know being a musician it's, you're always in kind of this state of transition you're always kind of going from one thing and whenever you've got the one thing that you were aiming for then there's always something else that you're aiming for next there's always there's always something new to explore new to do someone new you want to play some new music that you want to write I, yeah so i try to keep it going i try to keep i try to keep myself with enough free time um to be able to pursue new you know challenges and yeah, goals absolutely absolutely but okay, cruise ships. Uh, you wanna be uh, performing more on festivals uh, on land. Um, what more? I mean, you know, what, what do you have? Like, you know, big future dreams or or something you really want to accomplish um, on the next few years? Yeah, I um, I, I've got a few little things actually that that I'd love to do. I think um, I think I think the goal is always. I I want the music that I create to sort of, I guess, um, sustain itself. I think that's a big aim for like any creative really is anything that they're, that they're making, they want that to sustain themselves. And um, at the moment, um, I mean, that's generally happening because I'm getting my gigs from it all, but I'd like it to be at a stage where I guess I could just tour anywhere and I know that there's an audience there somewhere for me. Um, and sort of build an audience. Uh, definitely for me, next yeah. year is 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 to release original yeah. music. So over the last couple of years, uh, I actually haven't released any original music for a little while Ooh. now. And so I um yeah, I've been doing a lot of covers. Um, I'm enjoying it. I love it. I love rearranging things and sort of making them my own. Uh, but I've I've got yeah, I've got a bunch of originals. Uh, they're big band originals actually that I'm I'll be releasing next year too. Two of them and. Um, just to try and find an audience for that, see see what happens with it all, and 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 maybe sort of make my mark in in that. I'd love to tour with a big band, like more than anything. I feel like that's just to be able to tour with that many musicians would be insane. I don't know. The, the list is never ending, really. <laughs> that would be a hell of a party. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely amazing, Mikey. And I guess people can find you and follow you on social media, Instagram, TikTok, something more? All of them. Whatever it is that you want, YouTube, Facebook, I'm on all of them, just under Mikey. If you search Mikey Vitano, um, you'll find me there. And all the tunes on Spotify or iTunes, whatever you listen to stuff on, you can 
yeah, find it all there. Amazing, Mikey. Well, thank you so much for being with us here today. Uh, we sadly have to uh, finish. Uh, it has been a pleasure chatting with you, getting to know you, and um, to have the opportunity speaking with you about your music. And it will be amazing to follow you. Um, and uh, yeah, I have followed you on Insta Instagram and TikTok, so I will be watching... I'll be monitoring, <laughs> spying you from, from the UK. I love it, man. Thanks for having me. Um, by the way, you have not followed me back, so you should hur hurry hurry doing that. Oh, I have not. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we should play one more song here in the end. Uh, which one from the, your playlist do you want to pick? Um, how about... Um, you know what? There's there's one on there. There's a version of "Shake It Off" by by Taylor Swift. It was one of the first covers that I redid recently, and it's kind of cool because we recorded it. It's like a '50s rock and roll take on the song, and we recorded it all live in a studio yeah. on all gear that was made pre 1955 so it was we tried to do it like as authentic as like what? someone like elvis would have done it back in the day and um it was a lot of fun just doing that process yeah. and i feel like it's got a bit of that vibe to it so yeah i don't know just something a little different amazing so we will end the show here on shake it off but again mikey thank you so much for your time and being with us here today my pleasure man thank you so much for having me Eins og alltaf þakka ykkur kjæla fyrir hlustinuna og þakka til að vera með næst.
Shake it out. 